Hello there and welcome to the Ask Time Film Podcast, where we talk film, TV, games, and all that jazz like this no tomorrow. This week, we're talking about the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. My name is Tom, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, John. Merry Christmas! Happy Holidays! Merry Christmas. How are you this oh week? Oh my god, I am very chilled and relaxed right now, but it's just Christmas at this time. Yeah, very, very excited to talk today. Yeah, how are you? Yes, I'm very good, thank you. So yeah, Merry Christmas to everybody who celebrates. It's almost the end of the year, it's an exciting mm. time, so we are going to be covering what is the final thing. I thought it was Black Panther, but no. <laughs> the final thing of Phase 4 of the MCU. Finally rounding out this chapter, this questionable chapter of Marvel's catalogue <laughs> with Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy, the holiday special. Briefly explain the plot for those who don't know. All right. The Guardians <laughs> are on a mission to make Christmas unforgettable quill and head to Earth in search of the perfect present. Wow, wonderful. So yeah, full spoilers ahead. If you haven't watched this yet, I can only recommend it. I think it's so, just so wholesome in all the best ways. What did you think? It is wholesome, as you said, and we get to see like this different side of James Gunn, you know, like he can do like a Christmas special, but with the Guardians, he knows the Guardians that well. Mm. And this was funny. This was funnier than Ragnarok. And- <laughs> yes. Lot of thunder, like combined. Oh God, this is like really funny, and yeah, I just loved it. It was just so wholesome, mm. and the music, oh, the music. Oh. Yeah, I think James Gunn is just like I don't, I don't even know how to describe him. I owe so much to him. We are so lucky to have him working, and you know, the the news that he is one of the co CEOs of DC is amazing. Rest assured, we're going to be covering all of the Guardians of the Galaxy films next year. So stay tuned for that. We'll be doing the first two and then obviously the third one, which we got a trailer for a few weeks ago. We'll talk about that kind of towards the end. But I just think that his movies don't miss. I think that he really understands the balance between sincere and goofy. Sometimes comic book films really struggle with that balance sometimes like you're saying with Ragnarok and Love and Thunder they go too goofy and you miss that sincerity and I think it's a testament to how good of a filmmaker James Gunn is that even in a 40 minute special he can make one of the most wholesome and tear-jerking and just something that captures the Christmas spirit so well in this special yeah it is crazy this one because yeah four spoilers ahead they actually go and find Kevin Bacon (laughs) we find the legend himself, the guy who was in Footloose, the guy who was in X-Men First Class. Yes. Uh, how <laughs> they're going to react to that. Is that canon? Yeah, is that canon? But we don't know. But yeah, they steal Kevin Bacon. That <laughs> yeah, is just like a crazy plot line. Imagine you just tell someone, like, hey, have you seen the holiday special? Like, no, no, what is it? So basically, Mantis and Dave Batista steal Kevin Bacon. I mean, it's what a, like I remember James Gunn said before the release of this. He said that this is going to introduce one of his favorite characters to the MCU, and people were like, "Oh, who's it going to be? Is it Silver Surfer? Is it Adam Warlock? It's Kevin Bacon," which is oh just perfect. And perfect. I think what I love so much about this is there's no world-ending stakes. It's a small, contained story. James Gunn said that he wanted to kind of emulate those kind of Christmas specials from when he was a kid. And, you know, I think that this really, really does that. Even from the opening moments with the little animated sequence between young Quill and Yondu and Kraglin, I think it does really evoke just the style of just the purest holiday special. I mean, we, (laughs) a long time ago, two years ago, that's a long time oh. ago. 2020. We it's covered not that, long ago. that was that was about? ages ago. We covered the original Star Wars holiday special. Remember that, John? 
Remember that one? Oh, God. <laughs> Safe to say it's not very good. Wait, but point we... being is that we covered that. And I think everything that that special was trying to do, this one does just immaculately. This one made me really emotional, actually. I never really cared about Mantis oh, as a character. Same. I feel like they didn't give us enough to really make me feel like, yeah, I'm I'm invested. But this special really made me care for her. I think, you know, again, James Gunner said this, this, he wanted to bring Mantis into the forefront. He wanted to make her more than just a background character, which she has been basically since Guardians 2 in the three films she's appeared in since. And I love the fact that they really made her empathetic and they really like brought out her emotions and also made her really likable. And I, I just think, again, some comic book things struggle to do that in two hours, but James Gunn does it in 40 minutes. <laughs> like, what a chad. What a chad. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy because the last time we saw the Guardians of the Galaxy was five years ago, 2017. And... Yes, that was, the, that was the last time we had a Guardians of the Galaxy film. Obviously, they were in Infinity War and Endgame and Love and Thunder as well. Yeah, of course. But I meant like a proper... Guardians yeah, yeah, yeah. Were, like get together like hey it's the guardians I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's a fun time everyone it's a fun time but in Voldemort 2 there was some issues with some characters because there was a lot to balance in that mm. film with a lot of themes like father and son relationships and other relationships as well and it, i think that theme is all about love and, and care in that mm. film and this one greatly expands with that but with the christmas spirit it expands on yes. that, you know like the idea of the entire universe has been snapped by Thanos and then brought back. And it's going to be very weird for nowhere, the place they were trying to build, you know, get back together. It, it's very weird at that time. And what James Gunn did was really beautiful here because he's bringing the Christmas spirit, you know, into this film and bringing back everyone. And I think that's just awesome. Yeah. You know, he's trying to think of, you know, what these characters have been through. And Mantis, with Mantis in the 2017, it was very hard to find out who she really is in Bodot 2. But in this one, yeah, as you said, you do really care. You do feel empathetic for her. Oh my God, the wholesome moment. Right. So spoilers, when Mantis tells Peter that she's related to him, Peter just responds back, Mantis, that's the best holiday gift that anyone can have. And it was, that's just yeah. awesome. That is just it, so wholesome. Yeah, it really is. That was like a background detail in Guardians 2. And a lot of people theorized, oh, does this mean that Mantis and Quill are siblings? And I think that that moment was just beautiful. There's, like the Guardians has always been this story about found family. And I think to kind of reaffirm that, expressing them all in, in the best ways and and i think you make a really good point these characters have been through so much so getting to see them all just be nice to each other and be wholesome one of the like really really cute moments you know like you think about what happened in infinity war and endgame endgame barely explores this but nebula and rocket were the only people left of the guardians that was it you get like one moment where they hold each other's hand and it's really poignant but it was just them for five years and they had to get over that and there's a really really sweet moment where for christmas nebula gifts rocket bucky's arm which is a really really funny it's funny for one thing it's a, it's a cool callback <laughs> it makes you just imagine nebula <laughs> stealing bucky's arm which is just funny but it's also really really sweet and really joyful and this shows in all the most subtle ways that everyone cares for each other, that this is a family. And in a lot of ways, this is going to make Guardians 3 so much more depressing <laughs> when we see the final <laughs> chapter for these people. 
even in the way that Mantis jumps at the story that Kragman tells about Christmas and Yondu, you know, it just shows that there's just this deep care and a deep love. And I swear, we're all going to cry so hard. Yeah, we're going to cry one. so hard. We're just having very sad thoughts about what's going to happen. But this was just really wholesome. When you have that five-year span, mm. you don't look back on the Guardians. I mean, you did, watching this Marvel marathon. Like, you did that for Infinity War. I mean, like, you watched all those films, and then you come yeah. back to... I didn't really watch the Guardians get the galaxy for years. And then mm-hmm. watching this, I was like, damn, that's how I forgot how the Guardians were, like, family. So, Guardians of the Galaxy 1, oh, man. That greatly defines the Guardians, you know, like, with the music and how they personify them, you know, like, they create emotions for them with hugs on a feeling come get your love oh my god come get your love that, that yeah there's there are so many great but like, i think this holiday special continues that as well there are some great old christmas songs obviously it's, it starts with the fairy tale of new york and of course the title sequence is a new piece called <laughs> i don't know what christmas is and oh my god what a bop it is absolutely a bop i thought oh no are they going to do a Christmas song? Please don't ruin it. Please don't ruin it. And it was a banger. It was a mm. banger. Yeah, like, it was funny. And it, you know, continued the trend of having an opening dance number during the credits. Oh, it was just brilliant. <laughs> it really was yeah. just fantastic. And, you know, there's really funny bits where Quill's like, that. that's not that's not in the law. And the, the, the fact they're getting everything wrong, like, it, it really is a yeah. brilliant song. It's one that I'll be listening to every yeah. Christmas now from from now on. I think it, I think it's a banger. Oh, if I play it in front of my family, what is this song? Like, <laughs> this, this is a masterpiece. The true purpose of that song is to just confuse everyone. Yeah, then it's like, humans are very weird. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, oh my God, yeah. And then Groot. Oh my god! Oh, yeah, we got Swole Groot. That is, it's so weird because we saw him. Like, when did we see him last time? Uh, Love and Thunder. Yes, that Groot didn't change at all. But then, as we got back to this Groot in the holiday special, oh my god, he was like Swole. He was like, you know, that, <laughs> you know that Giga Chad. Like, yes. Like, what are your takes on that? A lot of people, you know, some people love it, some people hate it. What do you What do you think? Because obviously this is, James Gunn has reiterated on Twitter or whatever that this isn't Groot, this is Groot's son. So obviously him going in a different direction kind of makes sense. Like, what, what do you think about it? I don't mind. Yeah, I don't mind either. Yeah, yeah well, I, I think don't it's, mind. It, it, it's, it's fun. It's, it, yeah, he's just having, he's vibing. He doesn't do anything, which, you know, fits very well for the mm. special. He just goes, I am Groot. I mean, he's yeah. legendary voice actor voice. Yeah, they, they keep, yeah. I, I swear I swear they've probably got enough footage of Vin Diesel saying I am Groot at this point. Like, come on. Um, Wait, I swear, how much money does he make? Oh, <laughs> so much money. He probably, oh, sp- he, yeah, he probably makes like a couple of million for his one day where he just says I am Groot. <laughs> and then you got the sound engineers like, can you say that one more time? <laughs> yeah. Can uh, you say that again, but with more feeling? Can you, can you say that again with anger, but with jealousy? <laughs> it just goes to show. I mean, we wouldn't have it any other way. I think Groot is such a beloved. And I think that this kind of, you know, this this new, you know, swole Groot, what I like about it is that it shows almost the influences of the Guardians. Like, to me, he's like seen Drax, this big guy, and it's like, I want to be big as well. I want to be strong like him. <laughs> and so, you know, in whatever way, he's done that. And, and we see him in the Guardians 3 trailer with like six guns using like all of different like tendons like that was really cool i think there's loads of really nice opportunities for this like different Groot, and i guess a lot of emotion as well 
Yeah. And then, oh yeah, the ship. Absolutely. Yes. We've had the Milano, we've had the Benatar, and now we've got the Bowie. I really hope that Guardians 3 has a Bowie song on the soundtrack, please. They have one in the first one. They've got Moonage Daydream. Daydream, but I would like another one, please. Oh, okay. Okay. More. Or you need to talk to James Gunn like, please, can you add Starman? Can you add... Starman would uh, be good. I think Starman's, oh, Gene Genie? Starman's quite Gene nice. Genie? That'd be cool. Gene, Gene I mean, any Bowie song, let's be honest right any now. Yeah, like that's that's really interesting. And again, like another great song in this one is Here It Is Christmas Time with Kevin Bacon singing at the end. I think Kevin Bacon oh, was so yeah. great. It was great to see him scared and then like really happy. And then like when Craglin tells him why it means so much. And again, you get that holiday spirit and that really wholesome Christmas vibe. And he's, yeah. you know, and he's kind of thinking to himself like, oh, I should do something nice for these people. And they all become really good friends, which is brilliant. And I think yes. at the end, I think at the end they say, see you at Easter. I mean, I would love an Easter special, but oh it's probably God. not going to happen. It's no. probably not going to happen because no. Guardians 3 comes out in May. So like, are yeah. we really going to get a Guardians, another Guardians special? I think this is, this is what they need to do. As much as we did, we did a video on Werewolf by Night and you can check that out if you're interested. We weren't huge on Werewolf by Night. But I no. think that Werewolf by Night, it tried something different. And I think this yeah. also does something different. The Marvel special presentations can do so much more with Disney Plus than the TV shows can. We don't need six episodes of the same thing. One 40, 50 minute thing can really, really be great. This one, it had like loads of like TV elements to it. And I really liked that. I thought that was really fun. And I think that it kind of got away with that. Like, you're not going to get away with having all the TV stuff at the cinema. But a special presentation, you can do that. You can have it look a little bit less yeah. polished. I know what you mean. Like, the cinematography, it was like lens. I don't know what the lens were, but it was like very TV-like. You know, the, t like, the TV lens. That's what the they say. The TV lens. Jerry, Jerry, pass me the TV lens. <laughs> Has to be the TV lens, and like, oh my god, this is gonna be great for cinema. No, 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 television, television. Oh my god, um, whoa! And then there, there are other ways as well. The animated segments they were oh. rotoscoped. So, for anybody who doesn't know what rotoscoping Wait, rotosco is, yeah, so 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 they shot those scenes. Michael Rooker came back, and they had you know a kid playing young Peter, and you know, they had Craig. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, I remember now. And then yeah. rotoscoping is where they go like frame by frame and they paint over it. So what Mad. you're seeing is real life performances. It's kind of similar to motion capture, but in the fact that they filmed it all as it is and then they went back and frame by frame, they painted everything. And that's why it looks so, I don't want to say old, but it, it, it gives the classic feel. And I think that was so cool. Yeah, and there were some people that were complaining about the animated segments. Like, what? Why? Are you, why are you complaining? Because that, for me, that is the Christmas spirit. That gives the Christmas like old Disney stuff. You know, what I mean, like it, it's like yeah. that. And then the road scope. I remember there was behind the scenes. There was Young Quill and then Yondu on set. And then they had that little figure that Quill gives him. Yes, yes. Yeah. One of those little yeah. like troll dolls that we see in. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, that was cute. Well, similar yeah. to the troll dolls that we see in the first movie. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and there's that great bit where they all get in present day when they all get little dioramas of themselves, and Craglin's <laughs> is Craglin holding his diorama, which is oh just God. so fun. Like I just this really made me happy. It really put me in the Christmas spirit. It was really wholesome. It was joyful. 
it just felt good yeah you know just to have something that i wasn't immediately unimpressed by which i feel like so much marvel stuff i am and i feel like this really did just hit all the right marks i mean no if i could give one criticism i would say i would have wanted more let's explore the other guardians more like you know let's 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 see more of the other ones but at the end of the day that doesn't really matter you know like i yeah. I've, i genuinely look to the point where like I, I don't know about you but this is my favorite thing in phase four yeah as I'm, I'm just thinking about it because all the insufferable things all the yeah pain, we we have the... we have covered it all by the way so you know if you want to listen to all the times that we have been complaining about phase four and not not always we have enjoyed stuff in phase four yeah, we, uh, you we can you can stuff, find yeah. you can you can seek out all that you know you can head over to our marvel playlist and just kind of it's like find the yeah, phase finding four a needle in a haystack you know you try to find the like the good stuff that we've been talking about but yes we just we just been through so much stuff in the Marvel. Oh my God, Phase Four! It's it's oh there's good stuff in Phase Four, but you know I would say that every other phase has at least one or two slam dunks, two almost masterpieces. Whereas this phase, I would say the only slam dunk for me was the holiday special. Other than that, there's been some great stuff. There's been some bad stuff. There's most of it's been pretty mediocre. I do think that it's a shame that everything has been consistently so disappointing. Yeah, I, I would say this might be the best content that we've seen from the Phase 4. Black Panther kind of comes close. Yes, with I agree. as well. Those are, like, very close to each other, like, reaching for number one. But number one it is the holiday special, because that has the emotion yeah. to give more fun. And it was, you know, directed by James Gunn, which was, and this direction was just amazing. Yeah, we kind of like talked about this when we were doing the Wakanda Forever video, another video that you can watch if you're interested. But yeah, I, I think that there have definitely been some great stuff, but it's been few and far between. We've had so much that it feels, you know, like the fatigue is really setting in and the great stuff does have those kind of drawbacks. I loved Eternals and I loved Wakanda Forever, but they both had too much going on. And so what could have been really tight and powerfully emotional movies were kind of bogged down a little bit by some of that excess baggage. And I think that Going forward, I did see a rumor that Marvel are going to peel back the amount of content they're doing. But I've also seen other rumors that suggest that they're going to be doing even more stuff. I hope that they go back to, you know, two movies a year, maybe one TV show a year. You know, that kind of stuff. Maybe three movies and one TV show or one presentation. Like, calm down, Marvel. Like, just take it slow, guys. They're burning everything out with the shows. Like, okay, here's a TV show. Here's here's a Marvel. Just goes crazy. Yes, but... Next year, we do have Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which, you know, that trailer recently was so emotional. I, I genuinely think, and I think a lot of people on the internet already are in agreement that Guardians of the Galaxy has the potential to be the best MCU trilogy and up there with The Dark Knight as, you know, the best comic book trilogy. Yeah, sorry, I'm just not crying it's okay it's okay <laughs> it's christmas it's christmas We're you can cry, cry at christmas it's okay <laughs> okay yeah that has to be oh, that's gonna be this gonna be potential man oh this film is gonna be very emotional as we've seen from the two films there was lots of emotional stuff with family wait i just realized it's like fast and furious family oh <laughs> my god Vin, Vin diesel wait it makes sense oh my god this whoa is this wait is one second time. oh my god oh my no, god this... like but like james gunn gets that balance that the fast and furious movies get he gets the balance of goofy but also really wholesome and hitting those emotional moments 
and ah, that's such a perfect balance and i don't want every comic book film to be like that of course i love my realistic and dark you know the batman and like the winter soldier i love those films too but comic book films there are some really great ones and i think james gunn is James Gunn and Sam Raimi are the best at it, where they balance the heartfelt stuff and the kind of goofy stuff. And yeah, I definitely think that this is really going to hit it. And I can't think of another comic book film that I'm as as excited for. Like, I think I'm more excited for Guardians 3 than I am for Across the Spider-Verse. Because, wow, like, as much as... Okay. As much as I think Across the Spider-Verse will be great and possibly a better movie than Guardians 3, Guardians 3 is the end of this era. You know, it's it's going to be the end of the Guardians. Oh, stop. As we know You're going to make me sad now. <laughs> I'm so oh. sorry. I'm so uh, sorry. Yeah, it's going to be that weird feeling because Marvel, you know, when they had that end of era for the Avengers, you know, for anything. Yeah. This is going to be really hard to watch. We knew so much from the first two films and the music. Oh, my God. It, it introduced us so many artists and the song from the 70s. And I wonder what James Gunn is going to add. I feel like we both have a real emotional connection with the MCU. We've grown up with this. I remember in 2015, we both thought Age of Ultron was the best film ever made. <laughs> you know, we used to love these films. Oh my and God. And it, it breaks my heart to be so cynical and, you know, to look back and see so many films that I no longer have that joy for. But every single time an MCU thing comes out, all I want is for it to be amazing. And I've been let down by things before. I will not be able to cope if Guardians 3 isn't amazing. And I really, really, really hope it is. James Gunn has given us five amazing comic book things in a row. Stick the landing, man. Stick the landing and then make some great stuff for DC. Yeah, imagine he just drops Guardians 3. It's like the greatest film. No explanation. Leads to DC. It's like that Giga Chad meme. It's like, just arrives. No elaboration leaves. Yeah, the, I mean, that's it. That's just it. Yeah, that, that's it. Well, it looks funnier for Guardians 3. With Drax. Oh, um, um, yeah, yeah with, the, with the kid and the ball. Yeah, yeah, no, just throws it, it back. Oh, my God. If you haven't seen the trailer, you need to watch it. Um, oh, yeah, it some... looks amazing. Yeah, there were some great trailers out that day. Ah, Indiana Jones, baby. Yeah, Indiana Jones. Rest assured, we're going to be covering Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny as well. But yeah, so that's that's that for Guardians of the Galaxy, the holiday special. Uh, we're going to be back next year around April time. We're going to be covering all three Guardians of the Galaxy movies, so stay tuned for that. What are you going to give Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special out of 10? A nine. Me too. I think that's my only nine in, in phase four. Yeah. yeah. Wait, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, it is. That's amazing. Yeah, that's, yeah. Amazing. that's beautiful. Yeah. That truly that's is. Beautiful. Merry Christmas, one and all. Merry Christmas, guys. <laughs> yeah. Ho, ho, ho. Earthlings are so weird. Yeah. I don't know what Christmas is. But Christmas time is here. I'm applauding. You can't tell I'm applauding. I've got gloves on. You're that cold over there? Oh, I'm cold. This is my... Okay, my room in my house is simultaneously the coldest room in winter and the hottest room in summer. Why? I have uh, no idea, but I'm freezing. I've got a hat on, and I'm, I, yeah, I am pretty wow, cold. Wow. Well, good luck with that. Uh, just Thank get you. a blanket around you. Yeah. Oh, thanks, <laughs> thanks, man. <laughs> just, just, just stay safe. You know, you don't want to get cold. Like, oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, and and uh, thank you everyone for listening. Wow, full circle. If you're listening on YouTube and you enjoyed it, you can like and subscribe if you want to see more. And if you're listening on Spotify, you can follow and 
give us a five-star review if you think we're worthy. You can check out other MCU content. As we've said, last week we did Avatar, and next week we're doing Avatar, The Way of Water. James Cameron is back, baby. And oh from there, we're going to be doing the best of the year and the most anticipated for 2023, oh God, as we usually year. do every year. Oh, yeah, I've already got my top 10. I'm ready. I'm ready right now. Let's go. <laughs> we're doing oh it. Oh, my God. If you Two years ago, when we did the best film of the year, Yes. When we got to the, the best film of the year of 2020, 1917, and then you could hear me in the background going, oh my god, oh my god. To be fair, like, that happened last year as well. You were oh just like, god. I can't remember what I've seen this year. You were like putting like Shang-Chi and No Way Home in your top 10. I'm you so were like, sorry I for everyone. And you were I'm like, so I can't sorry. remember what I've seen. I'm so sorry, but don't worry. I've seen a lot of films this You've year. You've seen, yeah, we, we've both seen loads of great stuff this yeah, year. So hopefully. So many great stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So ho- hopefully, you know, you've got everyone listening. You've got a, a treat next week when we're, oh no, the week after next when we're talking but, about all of the great stuff we've seen this year. Get your bingo cards ready because you, you know, like, uh, <laughs> like, get those bingos. Anyway. I yeah. can't, honestly. It, I, I don't know what to say. If if there's a if there's an MCU movie on, in your top ten, I I honestly have no idea what to say, man. But bro, I've got like film dementia, like for a year, like you know, like if you just don't look back a year. But Google's gonna be on my side. Well, yeah. I mean, I I write down all the films that I watch, so I've got a full ranking on my laptop of all wait currently forty six films that I've seen this year. Oh, so like my top ten is locked in and ready to go. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how Avatar changes that. Maybe Avatar will sneak its way into the top 10. Who knows? That would be crazy if Avatar 2 was like, the best film of 2022. Oh my, sorry. For now. Jimmy Cameron is back. Jimmy Cameron. Oh my God. <laughs> His friends call him Jimmy. What, what, what of it? We're friends. We're, wait, we're, wait, we're close what, personal what friends. friends. What friends? Uh, if you, you can, um, and everywhere listening, you can email us if you uh, tell us your thoughts on the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special and just ask us any questions or thoughts about anything, we'll answer it here on the pod. And you can follow us as well on Twitter and Instagram. All right. And thank you for listening. Enjoy your Christmas. Absolutely. And, and have a happy new year. Have a happy new year. Yeah. And those who don't celebrate Christmas, have a great break as well. Yeah. Have a great uh, day or week or year not yet it's already been a year but it's already been no. a year yeah. happy 2023 oh my god okay thank you for listening take what you're given give nothing back goodbye goodbye <laughs>